Yes team, welcome back to another episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. Today, I wanted to take a little deep dive into what it takes in order for you to now be able to really go and build an industry-leading program. Now, there are so many different um, aspects, components, and key core considerations that now need to be made with this, and uh, this could probably be uh, a three, four, five-hour podcast within itself, and then there could probably be a whole host of additional kind of uh, mini trainings, podcasts, and or discussions that could also then be had. So what I wanted to be able to do was just really distill it down into what are the key core common problems that we now see, um, just some key principles that absolutely need to be fundamental, and then off the back of that, what are going to be the key considerations and principles uh, you now need to ensure that you have. And again, I'm not going to give tactics per se. I'm going to look at just trying to provide principles and just frameworks from which you can then go and build and you can now go and develop. So if we have a look at some of the biggest common problems that I faced and I see a lot of our coaches faced uh, from the experience that I've now had having worked in this game for the last 13 years or so. Numero uno, I've spoken about this before, but your program looks like Monsters Inc. You're currently working with anybody and everybody. They've got different pains, different problems, different wants, different wishes. They have different values. Um, and fundamentally, there's no cohesion. There's no clarity. They don't now necessarily align and all these different people are from all different walks of life um, and there's not this common ground necessarily. There is not this kind of like key core problem uh, that you now solve and or support them with and or you're now helping them accomplish and achieve and the big thing here is uh, for us now looking at more like psychographic characteristics and the values that these people have most importantly and where they are right now and obviously how you can take them to where they now want to be using obviously the principles, the process and the strategies that you now have in place. And then of course, your ability to now be able to really go and coach. So not being dialed in and clear over exactly who you're speaking to um, will be the biggest challenge that you now have because then your program has no um, strategy and alignment. Number two, your clients now come from an out for an outcome and then they leave. They, they come for the first 90 days, eight weeks, whatever it is that you now sell, whatever it is that you now say that you do, um, and they fundamentally don't see a vision, they don't see a future, and all they now see the value in is you now helping them get from point A to point B, and that is simply it. Then you basically have um, the clients that pretty much just get to the end of the runway, they see no future, they then drop off, and then you basically feel as though that you've constantly got this revolving door where you're always now looking for new clients through the door and then you also really struggle to build community because there's not this um, group of individuals that have now been able to build and grow and ascend and um, improve along with you. Number three, your clients get easily overwhelmed and you also get easily overwhelmed because everything is everywhere. You're trying to cram as much in uh, in the shortest time frame possible and you're trying to help them with so many different things and also in so many different ways and therefore they feel as though they've got so much to do, so much to watch, so much to implement, so much to read, so many assets and or things that you're now providing and giving them and they just now feel completely overwhelmed and bombarded on top of all the things that they're now having to face in the day to day. Number four, they have no structure. They check in, they watch some stuff, and it repeats. And that's literally the process. There is nothing else above and beyond um, your coaching program that now actually gives them that excitement, some peaks, some fun, connection, and or now aligns to obviously their kind of key core needs, most importantly. Um, therefore, they don't actually now know where they're going. There's not a clear roadmap. Um, and they're almost feeling as though that they're kind of wandering around in the dark and or uh, they've got into a car, but 
they have a destination, but they don't know where they are, what they've got to do to get there and or where they are in this process. And they're just kind of going through this transactional um, journey at this moment in time. And number five, you have live it and learn it limitations. I spoke about this in the previous episode when it comes down to the results that you now get for your clients. And this is always gonna now be limited to A, the experiences that you now have um, and your own personal story your own personal development, um, and of course, the education and the skill that you're now building as a coach for you to now be able to coach somebody through the process by both having lived it, so you have that empathy and you can have that understanding and you have that, um, I suppose, um, authenticity and also like as this aspirational identity and then you also have that live it, uh, that learn it which is the education the understanding the depth behind now why you're doing what you're doing and also the skill to be able to now coach uh, obviously different people through change because um, using the strategy that you've now used is not now you being able to coach and or help somebody um, and having that depth and having that understanding is going to be absolutely huge so two questions that I want to be able to ask yourself why do your clients join your program? And then why do your clients stay in your program? And so often, and I, I use myself as an example, we have a conclusion or an answer that we now believe is true. But if you are now to strip that emotion and take a bird's eye view approach and now zoom out, how can you now go and get some data? How can you now go and start to understand, right, okay, why do my clients actually join our program, my program. Why is that? What is it that they're now looking for? What is it that they're now drawn towards? Why do they come to us instead of now going to anybody else? And how can you start to collate and understand obviously that data, which is gonna be absolutely key? And then, why are your clients leaving? And understanding what are the problems, the challenges, and or what are the reasons that they now almost feel as though that they have no future, um, and or you've now taken them as far as you can, uh, as you, as far as you can now, as far as you possibly can now. Um, easy for me to say. And therefore, um, they're now kind of almost at this glass ceiling and they don't really see the value um, in staying with you because they've now got from A to B and therefore they don't see anything after. So here's what we're gonna do. Number one, I'm gonna show you how you can identify and simplify. Number two, you're gonna build your MVP, your minimum viable product. Again, like so often we as coaches get so enthusiastic and passionate about how we wanna be able to help people. We are, um, you know, um, Corporates of this as well, you just want to be able to provide people the very best and absolutely everything you now possibly can, etc. Um, and therefore, you basically can just pump as much stuff in as you as, as, as feasibly possible, but then it ends up becoming so complex and overwhelming for both you and them. And there's so much stuff that is not now necessary. So we're going to look at your minimum viable product. We're then going to explore how do you now create a new movement uh, and how you can then get it right with regards to your delivery and with regards to not being able to overwhelm, underwhelm, but just simply whelm. So not uh, too hot, not too cold, but just absolutely bang on. We're then gonna look at how you can extend and ascend with regards to retention. And then finally, we're gonna look at creating your business energy balance. And again, I'm just gonna give you little snippets from each um, aspect today and obviously not go into a whole host of detail just due to obviously time. Before I do, Key disclaimer, what I'm gonna talk you through and the stuff that we're now gonna go through is gonna now be built upon the assumption that you now know how to coach, you know how to communicate, you know how to listen, uh, you, know how to, you now know how to get results for your clients, you have great energy, you live and breathe what you say that you do, 
you're consistent with your content, your marketing, the way in which you now communicate with clients, uh, and you're confident and you have certainty in also what it is that you do, because that is going to be the core fundamental of absolutely everything. We talk about inside the high performance coach, get the person thriving, the people and profit or follow. Fundamentally, to build an industry leading program, you now need to be at your very best. You need to be a leader yourself. You need to be challenging the status quo. You need to be developing your skills. You need to be able to produce incredible results. You need to be able to have the vision, the strategic thinking, the ability to now be able to understand how you can um, ensure that you are living it, learning it, and then also facilitating it um, as well. So that is always going to be the key fundamental. So this training is built upon the assumption that you already have those things in place. And if you don't have those things in place, that is going to be the first thing that you need to go and do. And uh, a perfect uh, piece of evidence that uh, kind of reaffirmed this to me was I met one of one of our coaches yesterday. And this coach is doing incredibly well, built a phenomenal organization and really changing um, so many um things in the industry at this present moment in time. And they've been working alongside us now for the best part of three years. And um, this individual said to me, like, Joe, like the biggest thing that's going to now take me from where I am to now where I want to be has got nothing to do with business and it's got nothing to do with my marketing. It's got nothing to do with my sales. It's got nothing to do with any of the above. And it's got absolutely everything to do with the quality of my energy, uh, my ability to think and my emotional regulation and stability. That is going to be the difference from where I am right now to where I want to be. And I was like, that is absolutely bang on. And the same applies um, as um, you go on this journey and regardless of the level that you're now currently at. So let's have first and foremost a look at identify and simplify. So we now go back to the Monsters Inc. Um, analogy that I used earlier on. How can you now make sure that your market, your message is now kept to a minimum. It's clear, it's concise, and it does exactly what it says on the tin, and you're now ensuring that you're speaking to your people. You're locking in on your audience, and you are now able to articulate their problems better than they can explain it themselves. You're able to show them and not tell them, so not how to, but how I, um, and not you need to. It's like, imagine if you could, or here's how we. And being able to now allow them the opportunity to start to read and watch and immerse themselves in what it is that you now do to the point where they feel as though that ah, this person is now speaking to me. They're talking my language. So you now know that when you're creating content, you are now talking their lingo and not what not what is it that you think that they now want most importantly. And this is one of the biggest challenges that, again, we've had and we see so many others face. And to give you a little example of this, um, I just have made up an example. So often I see um, things like, I help women build a strong body and mind, get more confidence and feel empowered too. But how many times has a client now come to you, females obviously in this situation, and said that that's what they wanted? Or do you help women feel great in their body so they have the confidence and they feel excited about the clothes that they can wear and they smile when they see themselves in photos. As an example, again, I've just made this up. But think about what is it that they now say that they want when they come to you. I just want to be able to fit in those uh, my old clothes. I just want to open my wardrobe with excitement. I want to be able to actually not hate the way in which I now look when I see photos of myself. I want to be able to boss the weekends. Um, I want to be able to, you know, um, learn how I can um, get this weight off and keep this weight off. So you've got to think about like, what is it that they now say? And instead of then us trying to like sex it up and like make it um, unique, 
you've got to understand how can I now strip it back to the absolute basics. And so when they read your stuff, it's like, how oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I want. And all you're ever trying to do is you're just trying to market and communicate the first step. Although inside your program, you will do so much more and you will want to help them so much more through the process, which I'm going to come on to. We've got to now be able to get clear over what is that first step? Because if we they, if they don't know that you can help them with that first step, well, it's gone straight over their head and they are completely lost. And that also aligns to then like your initial outcome and also the promise that you have. So let's do a before and after. Before, promise, strong being aligned, more confidence and energy and an empowered lifestyle. After, body you've dreamt of, buy a new wardrobe to be able to boss the weekends and achieve your goals and uh, not have dread going into Monday or feel like you have to start again or diet again on Monday. Think about the language and the way in which that's now um, communicated and the amount of calories that you're not having to burn or your market or audience is having to burn when they now listen and they now read that. And one big thing that I've previously struggled with and also I see all the time is like, but Joe, how do I stand out in the marketplace and sound different to everybody else if I am now basically communicating that first step and now making it super, super simple? And there's a few things to consider here. Number one, stop sounding like an option that your market have tried before. So what I want to be able to get really clear over is like, what are all the things that your clients have tried in the past? What have they done? What was that old vehicle that they've now been using to try and get a result? What have been the frustrations that they've now felt with that? And how can you now ensure that you are giving them an opportunity to be able to see a new opportunity and a new way of doing things that's different to what they've done before in order for them to still be able to achieve that dream outcome and obviously work towards that goal? And so what I want to like ask yourself is why and how do you do it differently to everything else that they've now tried? Why and how do you do it differently to everything else that they've tried? And to kind of build upon that, think about your story, your experiences, your values, your aha moment, and the moment that you then realize it doesn't have to be this, this way. I don't have to do it like this. Um, if I think about myself in the bodybuilding days when I first prepped for a bodybuilding show, I ate chicken, broccoli, and rice and oats for 16 weeks straight. I did not have one kind of like um, free, flexible kind of meal. I didn't diversify my food groups. I completely battered myself and killed myself. I had the macros on my fridge um, door and I basically had felt like I had to basically sacrifice and live within the four walls of my house and I could not do anything. And I had to basically go crazy in order for me to be able to now get to that level of body shape. Whereas, when I then prepped the next time, I was flexible. I ate out. I allowed myself more recovery and more rest. I actually did less, but I got better results. Old vehicle, new vehicle. What were my lessons? What was the aha moment? What were the challenges that I went through? And then what did I now learn so that you can do, 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 do. And again, that's where your experiences and um, of course the education now really starts to come in. So how can you almost like create that like old vehicle, new vehicle and that new opportunity and now how do you do things and why do you now do it differently? And again, that's also going to be who you are as a person. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And that's why we say all the time, it's like you have to now be able to ensure that you are kind of really um, 
allowing yourself to be yourself because that's going to be the very thing that people are now going to feel connected to. And again, being able to demonstrate, like, what do you stand for? Why do you believe in this? Why don't you now believe in this? What other experiences that you can now drop on what backs it up that now allows you to communicate why you do what you do to so then the, the audience and the market that you're now speaking to is going, yeah, I've done that. Or I've tried that. Oh, that's what I felt like. And here's a new way. And here's the results that he, she has been able to get as a byproduct of now doing that. And I don't have to do this and I don't have to do that. Wow, that's now something that I wanna now be a part of. And also underlying that, there's also that connection, that relatability and that trust, which is gonna be key. So how can you now ensure that you can um, simplify and ensure that you've now got the language and also the first steps in place, which is gonna be key. Because you can't now build an industry leading program if you now can't bring the right types of individuals into your product and into your program for you then to be able to help them. And of course, like I said, the fundamental and the foundation of everything is then you and your capacity to now be able to coach, get results, communicate, and also now deliver and bring that energy uh, transference and of course that character and how you now wanna make people feel and bring in people that now align and there's cohesion and I'm going to come on to the power and the importance of that moving forwards. So let's have a look at like building your MVP, your minimum viable product. Now, um, in 2014-15 when I set up my online coaching company, um, I basically had PayPal, I had a Word document, I had an email and I had a check-in like email document that I sent out and I basically communicated with everybody via phone call um, and or kind of text message at the time. I was able to now scale that up to 100 plus online clients. Now, were there a lot of mistakes? Yes. Um, but that also just showed me just the power of simplicity. And again, people weren't coming because of my automations, my fancy graphics, or my fancy logo, or my recipe guides, or all the assets that I now had on my incredible lab. They were coming because they wanted to now be able to get a result. They felt connected. They knew I could help them through this new vehicle and through this new opportunity. And then obviously I was able to connect and coach and deliver that to them. So whenever you're now thinking about your minimum viable product, I'm just gonna walk through just like a basic premise that you now need to have in place. Because again, so often it's about you. You are the product first and foremost. So you need to have a social platform. You need to have calendar. You need to have a Zoom or a phone to be able to now communicate with people. You need to have a payment processing platform. You need to have a basic welcome email that ask them some questions and get them to basically just give you the necessary data that you now need. You might need some basic automations, which would be beneficial to save you time, effort, and energy that now allow you just to not have to do that manually. You want a basic onboarding process in place where you just now want to be able to whelm. And again, I will come onto that in a second. You want some basic introduction videos, which just actually allows them to understand like what they're doing, where they're going, what's going to happen next. Again, it's a bit like, imagine you get in a car and you're like, right, okay, we're going to drive here but you then don't have any directions. So just being able to give them some super simple steps and maybe some super simple things that they can just do straight away that they're gonna to start to get some quick wins so they can start to build some momentum. You then wanna have a community, whether that's now gonna be on schools, whether that's not gonna be on Facebook, whether that's not gonna be on whatever. And even if you've got five clients, it might just be in a, in a WhatsApp group as an example, but bringing people together is so, 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 so powerful that are on a very, very similar uh, journey to uh, them. You wanna have basic delivery documents, training, nutrition, checking um, forms on um, like certain um, platforms. Um, and again, that's gonna basically be whatever's now best for you. There's no right or wrong with regards to how you now wanna send those out. And you then wanna have a basic communication channel and a coaching model that now aligns to the service that you provide. Is it now group? Is it simply one-to-one? 
Is it kind of like, is it now done in kind of small groups? Again, like just being able to understand what is the delivery model that I'm now looking at? Um, and then how am I now obviously tracking their progress? And then of course, the foundation of everything, knowing how to coach, how to build relationships, and of course, how to get results. That is literally it. That is all that you now need to start off with. That is not complex, crazy, expensive, and or um, isn't going to now like take you ages. That is now the foundation like that you need and then we'll, you'll be able to then build and ascend. And I'll come on to then obviously what would the next steps now look like if we have um, enough time shortly. So let's look at how do you now create a new movement? And for us, the biggest thing that you now want to look at is how are you now creating a strong brand message? AKA like what you do, why you do what you do, what are the values that you now hold and what are the key differentiators, easy for me to say, that define your brand? How is it consistent and unique? How does it solve this one big problem? How does it have a strong story? An incredible read, uh, book to read is um, Story Brand by Donald Miller. Um, and being able to then really come up with something that now really capsulates people, that again is a new way of thinking. So example for us is like we get the person thriving, the people and profit follow. There's a load of other kind of taglines that you can now look at. And again, of course, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And there's always going to be more depth and a kind of greater story behind that. And again, you being able to now really start to um, like capture people's imagination and attention with this brand, what it means, what it represents. And again, that's going to come back down to you, your values, what you stand for, why you do what you do, what you now believe in, most importantly. And having that is so, so, so important um, because again, then people feel like they belong, they feel connected to something, they feel like they're working towards something that's bigger than them. Number two, create a bit of an us versus them mentality. So again, think about all the things that they have now previously done. And then how is what you're doing a new way of doing it? So you could now communicate it. It's like, they do this, but we do that. And you're then able to almost like kind of use that kind of like um, old vehicle and old way to portray and communicate this new way and why you're now doing this. This is what we stand for. This is what we do. This is the way in which we now train, eat, um, perform. We don't settle for average. We behave our way to a feeling. We think, what would a high performance coach do? We understand that balance doesn't exist and you've got to push and pull, but you can do it all and be it all if you've got the right systems in place. So understanding like how can you then go unlike boom, boom, boom. And how can you almost like use that kind of old vehicle, that us, uh, sorry, that them, um, and now use that against uh, like us. And again, think about sports teams and obviously when they now come together and like how that will typically play out. And then creating an I am identity. Again, that sense of belonging, that ability to never to allow them to step into something. So again, like I am a high performance coach. I am a fearless female. I am uh, built to last. I am this, I am that. Whatever it now might be, and that doesn't have to be your product name, but just being able to get them like clear over like, this is what I am, this is who we are, this is what we do, this is my movement, this is what we're part of, this is the problem that we want to solve, this is what we stand for. And again, that has to stem and that will start with you and then it'll get filtered down and then that culture will actually then start to like build upon that in terms of how they now do things and then you become a part of that. And uh, something that I was reading in... Um, 
Expert Secrets, I believe, by uh, Russell Brunson, was uh, this Lady Boss manifesto. And just now really understanding how you can create uh, an ethos around that identity. And I've got it on the uh, screen, which I'll read out. The Lady Boss manifesto. A Lady Boss is the courageous woman inside of us who takes responsibility for where she's at. She isn't a victim of her circumstances. She doesn't make excuses or complain about what she can't change. She spends more energy doing something about it instead of telling everybody why she can't. A Lady Boss can have it all and do it all without having to compromise who she is or her integrity. A lady boss realizes she shines the most when she is authentic and true to herself. A lady boss isn't about talk, it's about getting it done. She recognizes if she wants results and success, she has to put in the work. A lady boss doesn't aim to please others' expectations, but rather aims to be the best version of herself, a version of herself she can be. There's a couple other paragraphs. But you see, um, like, where I'm coming from in terms of being able to really create that ethos, being able to really create like these standards. This is what we do. This is how we do it. And that's giving them like a new way, a new opportunity um, for them to now be able to step into, uh, which can be so, so powerful. And then finally, get physical. Uh, and what I mean by that is like giving them something that now represents and means they, where they now feel like they belong. So whether that's now going to be like hoodies, whether that now might be a little diary, whether that now might be a pen, whether that's now log books, whether that's now uh, rock sacks, hats, whatever it now might be. And again, this could be really personal to you as well um, and something that's now meaningful. But being able to now actually give somebody, again, I think I've used this analogy on a, a previous podcast, but it's a bit like when you put on that football shirt when you now put on that like team that you're now supporting, straight away you feel as though that you belong, which is again, so, 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 so powerful. And if we move on to getting it right, future pacing. Don't just try and cram a year's worth of content and outcomes into three months. You've now got to be able to start to understand what would a year look like? What would a month look like? And then what would a week look like? Because if you now think about it, Think about your program like a university degree. You've got to have a clear roadmap. You've got to have clear outcomes. You want to have a curriculum and then you want to have support and accountability and expectations, or sorry, not expectations. Yeah, expectations of competency. So think about, right, okay, what would phase one? What would phase two? What would phase three? What would phase four now look like? What is that first pit stop that we're now working towards? That's your framework. But then of course, it's important that you fit the process and you, you uh, around the person and you coach the person. So you would now adapt and adjust, obviously, those outcomes to that person most importantly based upon where they are and now what they want to accomplish and achieve. So how can you start to future pace and you can now start to allow them to see that journey and that um, map uh, that they now have in front of them and what are going to be the destinations that they're going to reach along the way and then how do you now support them with that so they can then really start to see this is where I'm going, this is what I'm working towards and why most importantly these are the outcomes that I'm now working towards. So inside the High Performance Coach we have Stabilize, Build, Thrive, Mastery, Coaching Impact, Coaching Influence, industry leader, industry changer. And we then have outcomes uh, and then the opportunity to be able to demonstrate competency for you uh, within those outcomes in order for you then to be able to get to that kind of like next level. And again, those like awards or belts, think about again, um, like karate, jiu-jitsu, it's like working through those belts. But again, it has to be now centered around the person. Onboarding. When you're now thinking about onboarding, it's about how do I now make sure that I just well, not too hot, not too cold. And what you now need is three things, energy, 
connection, community, getting them fired up, feeling great, feeling positive about this new opportunity. Immersion, you wanna have a box of, you wanna be able to pull a rabbit out of the hat, AKA get them some quick wins straight away, based upon obviously what it is that you now know that you can help them with, um, so that they now have this momentum and they now feel excited because of the improvements they've now seen. And then finally, momentum, which is gonna be allowing them the opportunity to now be able to see where they're now going to go. So how can you start to think about energy, immersion, momentum um, inside uh, your product and your program and you're bringing somebody in most importantly get them a part of the community celebrate tell them how much of an integral part they're going to be um, get them excited make sure that the communication is high energy and is powerful um, and then of course give them some quick wins and then show them where they've got the ability to be and if you extend and ascend your attention this comes back down to the outcomes and the process that you've now got in place, the ability for them people to be able to see where they have the ability to be able to go. People wanna grow, people want to be able to keep moving forward. So understanding, right, okay, what are the different phases and different levels? What are the different outcomes that you now know that you can coach, guide, and lead your clients with? And there's gonna be so much that has to come into that uh, when it comes to mapping out your process, the curriculum, the key deliverables, how you'll now coach and support them through that. And of course, making everything a person-centered approach and finally your business energy balance understanding what are going to be the peaks and troughs that people are now going to see when they come in they're probably going to be super excited maybe after a period of time there's going to be a little bit of a dip so what can you now do it might be sending them a little something in the post it might be running a little live event it might be doing a little mini uh, meetup what are the small little things so if you map out your coaching process over a year look at when are your events when are your little meetups when are the training days or the things that you're now doing that they can now look forward to? What are gonna be the pit stops that they're gonna probably have? And how can you start to understand the valleys and peaks that they're likely to go through? And how can you now make sure they ascend the peaks? And then how can you ensure that when you think there might be a dip, what can you put in place? so that you can then actually make the dip a little bit less dippy um, and you can give them a little bit more stability. And again, that's gonna come through like what you're now doing, which will probably be centered around like the connection, the communication, the, um, the events, the experiences, the trainings, the things that you send them in the post, the little awards that they may potentially get, the birthday presents, the, all these different things are gonna be absolutely um, key if you're now looking at creating something that's gonna be immersive and so much bigger than just getting from somebody from A to B. I know that we've been through a lot and I know there's probably a lot to take in and uh, I'm conscious uh, that um, it's easy to get overwhelmed based upon all the things that I need to do. But start from the point one and look at, right, okay, how do I now make sure that I have that in place? What do I need to implement? What uh, and when do I now wanna have that done by? And then move on to the next. And I will be building upon this um, in future episodes and taking a little bit more of a deep dive. So I hope that's helped. I hope you found that beneficial. There's so much more that we could still explore. And uh, that's just literally the tip of the iceberg, but I hope it's given you some food for thought. If you found this beneficial, insightful, and or um, advantageous in any way, I would love to know, and I would love for you to be able to share it with another coach so we can now raise and elevate the standards of the industry and hopefully powerfully impact, transform, and change more lives. And I look forward to catching up with you on the next episode.